0: Okay, so we've read through chapter one of Culture of Honor yeah. by Danny Silk, and now we're going to be working through the first chapter, Practice of Honor, mm. Putting into Daily Life the Culture of Honor, Danny Silk. So first off, how was it reading Danny Silk's book?
1: It was good, bro. Like, good. I, like I like his writing style, and I love that he uses testimonies to you know, real-life experiences to also back what he's saying yeah that uh, is really good it's like he's, he's he's not because he says he's not perfect none of us are perfect but this is what we're pursuing and mm-hmm. these are some of the fruits of it so yeah that's something that I really enjoyed
0: it's really cool okay let's go through one of the uh, questions so the, in the first part he says the supernatural culture and he explains a little bit about Bethel Church in Reading, California mm-hmm. and supernatural happenings and how that comes from supernatural culture um, and sustaining a supernatural lifestyle I think it's the first two pages we're going to be reflecting on here yeah and the first question on that is how is understanding your identity in God connected to your intimacy with him and your ability to live a supernatural lifestyle mm. yeah so you want to go on that on
1: yeah well for me but I would say understanding our identity in God is yeah just to know yeah to have that confidence um, because I think a lot of times you you don't want to do stuff or I don't want to do things because I don't have confidence in you know pursuing it or doing it and it's because of my lack of understanding of my ident- identity in God is yeah um, and that is through also not sitting with him and hearing what God has to say about you and believing what he says about you Um, and I think that does enable you when you connect intimately with God truly and I mean you hear from him that that allows you to walk in the supernatural yeah Um, because otherwise we choose the natural I will always revert back to what is natural what, what I know Absolutely. That's my natural state of being. So, yeah, I think...
0: Yeah. No, I think that's a very good answer. I think it uh, encapsulates it quite nicely. And for Um, you? For me... I think unlocking your your identity and understanding who you are in God oftentimes unlocks your, your potential or the ability for you to flow in an area that has previously mm. been unfruitful. Um, I think as soon as you understand a part of that entity that God has for you, you can then easily float it without the fear of man or the fear of something hindering you because mm. you just understand, look, that's who I am. That's who God is. Nothing on this earth can change. it. Um, let's do this. Um, and so I think once you understand that, you, for me personally, I think it creates a comfortable space where I am intimately comfortable with God mm. comfortable with who I am comfortable with how I can flow into the world and so I think then out of that comfortable and safe place um, the ability to live a supernatural lifestyle was definitely improved yeah. so yeah I definitely agree with what you're saying yeah.
1: and even like what he said about like their culture in Bethel it's because why why they're experiencing so much fruit and why the super, supernatural is not uh, uh, once a week or uh, it's linked to just yeah. these big events is because the people there pursue their God given identity and when I am living in my God given identity and as he also said like I love this part previously in the book where he said like if you want to honor if you want to start honor you start serving and people who don't necessarily deserve it or who are lower than you are it it starts with you like and I believe when we take on that identity as Jesus as Jesus's identity mm-hmm. um just the basic you know principles of that. Then there will be such a uh, such a you know such an uh, environment for it to actually be fulfilled. Mm. Because if because otherwise it's going to be a constant you know rubbing of rubbing against each other and and that yeah, will and happen. But it it will be like we're we're just striving we're just trying to get here get somewhere and it's not like a, a natural flow because yeah. the supernatural for me is. I mean, it's so natural that it's that it's it's in its super form, which yeah. is how God intended it to be.
0: Yeah, I think that's how it should be. Yeah. Okay. Well, very good. You okay with moving on? Yeah. And then I think in the next uh, two pages, um, it's a little breakdown of how to understand Bethel's culture. And it gives a, a little bit of a reflection into um first year second year students their excitement mm. how those things look graduating from first year um, they first years they become leaders in second year um, I love that yeah and then he introduces Banning Libshire. no he introduces a young student yeah, through yeah. Banning Libshire, the pastor yeah um, who came to him and said we have a mind. problem yeah. I have two students who have confessed to me that they had sex over the summer um, and then later on you, you find um we found out that she's pregnant. Not only did they have sex, things happened. But happen, there's a the baby. She's pregnant. And there's a the baby, which is beautiful. <laughs> and um, so the reflection on this part is, if you were the leader, mm. how would this dilemma make you feel, both towards yourself and towards the offending students? Like with arts reading, obviously we've read further to the chapter sooner, how Danny Silk felt. Yeah. But for you personally, if you could control or delete... Danny Silk's response how would you feel and how would it like honestly impact you and make you feel
1: well for me like as their leader because now Banning was their leader Mm. so he's the one that like took them under his wing I would be I would be like I would I would first of all I would probably be offended by their actions Mm -hmm. and I would feel dishonored Mm. in a sense of I know we're talking about culture of honor but I would just feel like you know we've poured so much in and now it's like you know you dishonored everything we stand for here by your actions um so i would i would feel dishonored mm. um, i will be saddened like like he also said yeah, like absolutely it just it breaks your heart um you know when people sin and when their sin has consequences mm. it, and, and even because i think especially as a leader you a lot of times see the potential yeah. in people you see their god-given identity because you spend time with jesus and you almost like for me specifically, and this is something that I, it it's it's good, but it can be detrimental. Is I create an expectation for a person's life, and I almost uh, if if that expectation for the person's life is not met, mm-hmm. I'm really disappointed. Yeah, no, no, okay. And then that comes you. across like you don't care, you're not loving, you're just wanting to you know need to be this person who I'm not, mm-hmm. but you can see this is who this person actually is, and mm-hmm. yeah. You know, so yeah for me and also I think he well for myself he would be like did I not emphasize this enough did I not spend enough time with them yeah because that's how I would feel towards myself Mm. did I not pour into their lives enough did I not show and talk about clear boundaries um so yeah that's more or less how I feel
0: and you for me um The way in which it would make me feel is probably gutted and sad. Um, And I think some of my defaults would then be to turn towards myself and say, okay, how could I have improved to prevent this? Um, I think that's where I would have gone. Um, Probably taken on a little bit too much responsibility and somehow thought that this is in a small part, even a small part, um, my fault. Um, Not having perhaps been more encouraging in... Mm. Um, you know hey guys let's let's get together maybe I should have initiated some more chats or I should have uh, led more in the vulnerability department or mm. those kind of things so that's where I would have well, I would have gone. guidance yeah which isn't always necessarily true I'm st- I think I'm starting to learn sometimes you do your best and even if you don't that's still their decision um, so as a leader it definitely would have made me feel gutted and quite sad Um how do you think it would make me feel towards the offending students mainly sadness and I think definitely empathy um, I would I would very much um, I think it's not my natural response to go towards anger mm. I don't think I'd be angry at them especially um, in the
1: manner they confessed and like if it was you caught them red-handed it would be like I wouldn't I wouldn't naturally be like angry at them yeah perhaps but in the way they came in
0: mm. Um, mm. well I think yeah. You know, finding out that she's pregnant I would have been yeah you know, very much saddened <laughs> you know. I think that would have been my primary response is hey and guys like come on. and disappointment yeah I suppose disappointment um you know, disappointment in the sense of what? Disappointment in the sense of, as I said earlier, probably a little bit in myself for not having done my 100% best. But also disappointment in... You know, no, I think that's the only area in which I would have felt disappointed. Uh, I would then wait for their their response as to how they're going to handle and deal with the situation. And for me the point at which I get disappointed is if they choose a powerless option they say okay yeah we've done this Um, would you help us go through an abortion or would you help us um, do an ungodly thing or help us if they would choose a path that they knew through the training and direction of Mm -hmm. everyone around them was going to hurt other people even more and was the wrong decision Mm -hmm. then I think I'd be very very disappointed Um, but I think at this point where I've just realised oh you guys had sex you just told me you've had sex and there's a there's a baby, I would be very very disappointed, uh, not disappointed. I'd be very sad mm. and empathetic towards him. Like, hey guys, you're rough. Yeah. Um, and then what would you do in the situation? What would you expect from these students? And what what impact might the situation have on your actions or on school policy? Mm. And Let's take the first one. What situation. did you do in the situation?
1: Well, I, I stand on the foundation of hate this and not the person. Mm. So, for me, it's... it's, And a lot of times, I could... You could revert back to like, yeah, just let's just stay passive. Let's not be intentional with, like speaking to these people because, you know, you want to almost take them outside of the situation. Mm. But they're still part of it. Mm. Like, it was done through their hands. Yeah. Like, it's not yeah, I'm just hating the sin and I'm forgetting about the person. Um, But for me, what I would do in this situation, um, yeah, I would, yeah, I would, first of all, I would just, you know, like to hear their whole story of like, how did it happen? Like, where did it start? Um, And then, yeah, for me, I would, to the base of my
0: ability, um, know I honestly don't know mm. yeah I think it is it is rough but from my personal experiences if there's anything to go by I understand the importance of hearing the whole situation Yeah. so hey man sit down and tell me what happened Um, bring your girlfriend sit down and have a chat and just tell me what happened why did this happen what are you guys going through what are some of the things you guys mm-hmm. are experiencing maybe we can try and dig at some wounds or whatever Um. And really see what is happening. What did I expect from these students? Yo.
1: Well, yeah, it's a bit because we already read the chapter. Yeah. It's it's like oh, I know but, the, I know I know what he said. I know, but honestly,
0: like, I would never have expected that from the students. I think Danny Stock has much higher expectations for the students than I did. Yeah. I wouldn't expect that. Yeah, That's know, like, over and beyond. Yeah. That's because, crazy. I
1: mean, he it's something that he has lived up Yes. And it's something you yes. saw. Like, but for me, it, it even just thinking about like asking people or or leading that. But what I think what I what I do take to heart what he said and it's something that I do I do feel strongly about even before it my heart just resonated with it was like ask questions. Asking them questions like and that's where it starts like finding out what happened. Yeah. Asking them questions. Not not coming as over as accusing, but asking questions. Mm. And where they understand, like like he's like he asked "What's the problem? Mm. What's the problem?" But I, I don't see what's the problem. What's the problem? And then it came down to something yeah. deeper. Yeah. So I think good. in light of that, you know, I would definitely, and it's I do believe it's something that I can grow in. But it's something that I've I've seen glimpses of mm. in asking questions rather than telling people this is the way yeah, with a bunch it's of rules and policies and it's true. You know, because this is not a. This is not a workplace where you know if somebody um you know breaks the code of conduct Mm -hmm. then it's like a strike one um it's it's not that it's we're working he's working with people and these are people's lives and people make mistakes Um, okay so that's what you would do in the situation what would you expect from these students well to to man up to their to you know to the or a woman have committed, yeah. Man or a woman up, man yeah. or a woman up. Like it's especially from the guy side. Yeah, no, I me would, too. I would emphasize um, that he, as as the guy, he needs to take charge. And yeah, he needs to seek God's face in in what to do next, mm-hmm. and God tells him, well, for me it's like, man, you had sex with her, so you're gonna marry her, um, but not to tell him that for him yeah. to realize that in his in himself.
0: But you would almost put an expectation of marriage on. I, okay, would, I would I would expect them to yeah. get married yeah. yeah I think I have a similar expectation um,
1: yeah just yeah. in light of like I even I thought of it yesterday like marriage we we the world what the world has done and what we do outside of, of like God's Outside of God's design for God marriage is a big thing because it represents covenant mm. but it wasn't as big a thing of like getting this perfect person like the Jewish culture mostly the parents decided who gets married yeah like it was decided for them mm-hmm. you know yes you it was a, there was with some cases it was a sense of rom- romance or like wow this person is so beautiful you yeah. get intrigued or it's a, there is pursuing as well like finding this wife but it was it was not as it's now like i'm waiting for this perfect person everything needs to be 100% and then we get married mm-hmm. whereas um you know what What would hinder these two of getting married is like no but we don't know each other that well even we just had sex yeah. we, we're going to have a baby now like do I really want to spend the rest of my life with this person yes. whereas like even in my own marriage yes I had the excitement of loving and experiencing and sad stuff also happened but when we met Jesus it was still like I, I chose her um, but even now looking at it you know even if I... I didn't know her that well. Um, like... Because we're in... In relationship now. I get to know her on very different levels. Um, but... It's... This person is my wife. And even if she changed... Even if she gets better or worse... She's still my wife. Yes. Um, whereas I think we emphasize too much on like... What I can get out of it. Yeah. And that, that would hinder them from getting married. is like... Yeah but you're not really my you, you were really the one I was thinking I was going to get married to you're sure. not really my dream wife no. so if you hear
0: correctly you're saying like selfish ambitions might prevent them from
1: yeah or selfish expectations selfish or expectations, expectations yeah. even the world put, puts on marriage yeah I've like this you have this list of this is what this person should be yes but most likely
0: a person is never all that at one moment mm. um, I think it is a very good point to remember or be aware of I think yeah you know, as the guy definitely I'd expect from Sorry, you finish on mm-hmm. I'd expect from the guy definitely a massive step up in leader leadership roles he's gonna have to now take leadership and responsibility for not only uh, now a potential wife but also a potential child in, the, in a very near future so I think definitely um, it's gonna have to be some leadership growth massive mm-hmm. leadership growth and understanding and and it does suit to a certain extent, point to a lack of leadership. Um, because from my personal experience I've learned that women want to be protected be protected in those certain yeah in those areas, no matter what they do or they expect, they still want to be protected. And as a leader, I think oftentimes we fail in that area where we don't protect them in the areas where they are, are necessary in wanting it to be protected for selfish reasons. Mm. So I would look at that and say, Okay, look, there's been a little bit of a lack in leadership. In that area Mm-mm. and there's gonna be a big jump now, and I would expect that jump to happen, um, in a sense. I would expect him to step up to that plate at nice. least. Um yeah and, and for the woman I think I'd expect she's gonna have to get like really, really vulnerable. Um and truly open up. Yeah. She's gonna have to open up herself, not only to this man, but to yeah, the people around yeah, her. Yeah it's going to be really mm. I think for both of them it's I do really expect a lot of vulnerability and um, yeah you know, I so. think
1: yeah definitely vulnerability is a big one yeah um, and and not stopping like not giving up now once you've confessed because now it's like I've confessed and you're like okay then it's done yeah but it doesn't end there it's like okay I've confessed and now I choose The truth every day. Mm. And that comes from a place of repentance. Like you said, like, when walking it out. Yeah. um, What impact might the situation have
0: on your actions or on school policy? Yeah. School policy. I think I would have put in, just me personally, I would have put in stricter rules with guys and girls seeing each other. Um, Although this happened, I think, during summer. Yeah, summer break. Summer break. Oh, since he was out of the school, so it's like, so there's nothing really you can do about school yeah. policy, yeah. And for me, it's like the mm. school policy it's it's
1: there to, yes, protect and also just you know keep accountable, but it's it's also there to serve the people. Um, and if yeah. your policy is, is busy judging and busy um, breaking down relationships and breaking down, um, you know. Trust that has been built. It's, yeah, you know, we should re re look at like the policy and how
0: is it serving. Yeah, um, I agree. Have on your action, the impact that this might have on my actions, I would probably be a lot more aware in future in hopefully instilling the value of mm-hmm. purity into my students. Mm-hmm. So I think this would just re align my vision or just kind of zoom in on hey look it's really important to instill the value of I'm not saying that neither of these pastors did it I just say for me personally if yeah. I was in that situation it would affect me I'd be much more intentional about hey guys this is the value of, of keeping yourself pure this is why we do it this is yeah. how things work
1: this is why you don't stay up until 2 o'clock in the
0: morning yeah yeah let's look at some practical boundaries if that's what you guys are struggling with you know yeah um, and,
1: and yeah just sharing the truth so that they they, you can like play the ignorance or yeah the ignorance part yeah. like, oh we didn't know yeah it's like because it's true once you know once you know it's not like oh, okay I'm just gonna keep on saying but I know what's the right thing it's like okay I know now so let's not even get into that situation yeah. and yeah. yeah and even like use this as he did like as a testimony for other people to be like, okay, people have gone through this and people got hurt through this. Yes, this is an amazing testimony of God's goodness and God's forgiveness and God's reconciliation, but people still got hurt. Yeah. I mean we we didn't have an interview with all the family members, all those who were affected. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Oh we in the story we don't know that yet. Yeah. That's in the future. Okay. <laughs> um and then uh, Dan you still sits them down you um, began by saying thank you both very much you mm. don't know me what's going to happen thank mm-hmm. you for the vulnerability and trust that you have just offered like for me that got to me would I have sat them down with that attitude would I have had, or would I have sat them down and said hey now you better listen I've got something to say to you mm. anyways and then they kind of go through most of the conversation um of digging down. It's, hey, so what's the problem? I guess is the key phrase that mm. Danny Salk sort of used. Um, until finally everybody chuckled because they, they, he admitted I don't think I understand the question.
1: Yeah, but even on that, like, even when, when a person, because he, you can see, it, like was in the story that the guy was like okay you're asking like the same question the whole time yeah. even to have that confidence of like asking these leading asking these questions um, that you know that is leading somewhere yeah. um, even if people even if it makes people maybe feel uncomfortable yes um, because he created a space of vulnerability he created a space of hey I'm just here to find out what's going yeah. on yes um, and I think when we take on that role instead of coming with like a preconceived idea of, I know what's the problem and I'm gonna force what I think on you. Yes. No, to like, great. hey, what's the problem? Can like, you tell me? And, and yes. That's in a sense that's sozo like as well. Like it's it's allowing Holy Spirit to reveal to that person what's actually going on. You're just asking the right questions.
0: Yes, Holy that's Spirit true. Leads. That's true. Yeah, I um. I was I'm fascinated by the way that Danny Silk through a simple phrase, inspired. Introspection into this young, young guy mm. and how he had to dig deeper and dig deeper and dig deeper. And then Danny then Silk just skillfully sat there and helped, just assisted in the journey of yeah. introspection. Yeah, it was, it's truly beautiful, and I think it's something I would aspire to doing one day. Mm. So I reflect why wasn't the sinful act, sex outside of marriage, or the result, pregnancy, the problem? Oh, I've got one, can I go first? I, I think like a lot of things, um, smoking, drugs, I think a lot of them are symptoms mm. of a deeper um, cause that a lot of us aren't willing to face. Mm. Alcohol, um, they're band-aids that people try and apply to something they don't understand. And I think oftentimes sex outside of marriage, if people truly understood, I mean, if you think about it, if people truly understood the power and the blessing of saving yourself for within the marriage nobody would go outside of doing that um, and I think the only reason why people would do it outside is if they had a hurt that they were busy covering up yep. or a wound or something they were busy feeding so for me I can quite easily understand why the sinful act or the pregnancy isn't necessarily the problem mm. um, again just my ability to find that problem
1: yeah even like so true what you said. I, for me, it's it's, and because we've we've in our lives have been have been you know. It has been revealed to us that there most of the times there's a deeper there's a deeper root to something yeah. that's like a symptom, um, because at the end of the day, like, yes, sex outside of marriage is a problem. Yes. Pregnancy is a problem, but it wasn't the problem in this moment. Yes. You know, like it, what was the problem? It was almost you can you can change like problem. What was the cause? Because like the cause is the one that's now actually. Because just just saying, oh, we're not gonna have sex. That, that's that, no. It's it, no. then the, the if if sex was the problem, then it's solved. Yes. But these people are still broken. Yes. If pregnancy is the problem, oh, we're just gonna abort the baby. Then that problem is really it's taken care of. Yeah. Now it's not a problem. It's not an issue anymore. But. That was not the problem. That was uh, uh, sadly a consequence of people sinning. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's I also, that's why I believe like it's, I think if we just look at the surface, you would easily say, yeah, but having sex outside marriage, that's the problem. That's really where you guys, where it all went wrong. That's why you're pregnant.
0: Yeah, I think it's very shallow.
1: Yeah, because I mean, yes, that is a problem. Don't do that, please don't do that. But it's already been done. So now it's like, okay. And also, I think that, whereas he was like, he was thinking, he was not just thinking about the situation. I think Holy Spirit revealed to Danny like the bigger picture Yes. of like, remember, this is not just for them to realize they're wrong. Because if you emphasize the problem, then they just know, well, that was a problem, I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. They've,
0: already re- they've already said sorry. They've already been like, okay, we're here that's true then there was no need for Danny to dig deeper and find out what the problem actually is Mm -hmm. very good that could just be a character flaw that's come out or Mm. or, or this and I try and again it's that proactive um, uh, we just spoke about it now it's that proactive uh, ability to call them to the standard that God has Mm. for them and I think for me personally, you can't sit in the fence on this one. When when somebody tells you something about that could potentially change their identity, I personally believe I, ha- I have two choices: either it's let it change my view of their identity, or to call out and say, "Okay, that's great, but this is who Father says you are. Mm. I understand that, but this is who Father says you are." And for me personally, in my personal experiences, I find that's the only way I can combat this. Mm. If I don't proactively say, "Okay, that's cool, I hear you, mm. I understand," but this is who Father says you are then I find myself slipping into the your identity has changed I'm no longer seeing you for who you really are
1: yeah you know that's good that's really
0: good so it's a proactive reminder hey she just told me this it could mean that she's a chronic liar but you know what you're righteous because god told me that yeah you know? so moving on as the search for the problem continued hmm. continue to dig in deep. Yeah. Uh, seeing a few character flaws coming out, staying up until like 2 o'clock in the morning watching movies. Um, oh, and then finding out what the actual problem is. That, But I tried to leave. I tried to leave over and over again. Um, I shouldn't be here doing this. I told her we went too far last time and we shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Um, and then, you can see where he takes on the passive role where he says, it just wasn't worth fighting her about it. Mm. That's a great admission. It just wasn't worth fighting. You need to know there's something wrong. Yep. Especially as a man. And and Danny Silk's bravery here, where he goes right to the heart and he says, So, all it takes for you to abandon your character and your integrity is for someone to get upset with you. Mm. Now, in common church circles, I think the conversation would have ended right there. Mm. It's way too offensive but through the creation of that safe place mm. and the vulnerability it, it, that is really hard and yeah he was actually just he was already saying what he was thinking absolutely
1: yeah to the questions it was so good yeah yeah he was starting to get a revelation yes dude yes. is that the problem oh man it's good mm. I mean I, I've been in that situation where Someone has asked these questions,
0: mm.
1: and where you just—it's—it's it's a freeing thing, like, wow. And like you said, trying to hide a smile. Yes. Like it's—it's. It's, like you said, I could tell he was unsure about feeling better in the middle of a person that was <laughs> yeah. supposed to make him feel worse about what he'd done. Yeah, it's But so it good. was like it's when revelation <laughs> drops of God's of Holy Spirit. It's like it's that sense of freedom because he's yes. like, this. This is the thing, and that I can be set free from, mm-hmm. and then I don't have to worry about having Absolutely. sex with my
0: girlfriend, Absolutely.
1: or having, um, you know, debt where I don't want to say no if people ask yes. me money because I'm they're yes. getting angry with me,
0: or like you know. So it's yeah, and I think also that, again coming back to that, the problem isn't sex. I think it's very relieving for him to realize oh, the problem isn't sex. Yeah, yeah. sex is a good thing. You know. Yeah, and then because obviously. If you told him, oh, you can never have sex, sex is bad, when he gets to use premarital counseling, the counselor tells him, oh, sex is actually good. He's he going to be like, no, 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 whoa, I've had bad experiences with sex, yeah. sex is bad. Whereas yeah. if you take on this approach, you're like, hey, sex can still be good. Mm. You just had a misconception on some other things that, you know, a bit yeah. of powerlessness came in and things yeah. happened. How was the problem finally identified? What techniques were used? Mm. Well,
1: it was identified by a few leading questions. Yes, like a few leading questions where, you know, Holy Spirit was revealing to to Danny. Um, so I, I techniques I would say lea- leading questions and calling calling things out. Like, yeah. Um,
0: yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, through questions, and I suppose keeping himself open to Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah, but it's your Uh, why was the young man smiling by the end of this dialogue Mm. what happened to his sense of self-worth self-worth and self-government how did that happen Mm. that's good yeah well
1: yeah for me it's it's, yeah it just showed to him that you know through Danny and through the questions like God cares about more than just the surface stuff yes That's that's good um, that's why I think he was smiling because he got revelation and it wasn't just a straight up answer it wasn't something he could make up himself yes. it was like whoa this is um, and then his his, his self worth and like yeah God was just like giving his stamp of approval like hey I know you mm. um, and the self government like you know, I, I think his self government got got almost like a reset yes like okay this is how the enemy tried to steal in you governing yourself so now we've identified it and now we speak against it and we, we shine the light on it and now your gov- self-government is restored
0: yes um, very good no I agree the, I think the young man was smiling because he realized a whole bunch of things and also felt relieved by the fact that oh this isn't a disciplinary ses- session it's a self-discovery and this man is treating me like a man we're having a man-to-man conversation yeah. here
1: even though I've sinned it's not a principal yeah gonna give it's you a hiding you of, afterwards yeah absolutely it's like you I mean for me in school or what, not even like I didn't really have good hidings in school but you know when it's almost like
0: you're having this conversation you still know there's punishment coming. there's punishment coming yeah I think at that moment you realized this was a man-to-man conversation to try and help you improve yourself and this it's got nothing to do with punishment. And mm. I know you sinned, but you're still a man. I'm still treating you as we're still on the same level. Your yeah. value hasn't. Yeah. What happened to sense of self-worth? So there we go, yeah. And self-government, I think he realized, oh, I don't need to self-govern myself against sex or against this woman I love or against those healthy things. I need to self-govern myself against currently what I have is this position of a, a weak heart, a weak character floor where I cannot say no and if I go and find out what the core of that is and I solve it then I can say yes healthily in a healthy way to sex my wife to be <laughs> and uh, those kind of things mm-hmm. so I think for him it is massive relief to see oh I don't need to fight the things that it's impossible to fight Yeah, I can actually fight what I can win yeah yeah so um, and so then moving on and then Danny Silk turns to the girl and asks a whole bunch of questions and she's very Defensive, um, and then they get down to the revelation that she doesn't trust people mm. the stronghold in her life that has showed up in numerous behaviours so she struggled with suspicion and kept her from letting people speak into her life so here it's revealed that several students had tried to address their situation over the summer but she did not allow them to affect her decisions yeah mm. and then again it rephrases here asking the right questions in the right way is one of the keys to creating a safe place a successful confrontation depends on how safe those being confronted feel mm. if we ignore the need for a safe place we set them up to act like defensive blaming unloving selfish people who are more interested in saving their own necks than cleaning up the messes they've yeah, made yeah
1: that's so true
0: sure that is so good wow if we ignore their need for a safe place we set them up to act like defensive blaming unloving unloving selfish people who are more interested in saving their own mm. necks than cleaning up the messes they've made. Yeah, wow, well, like I've seen that. Just thinking now personally, I've seen those character traits coming out in, in my life and I'm wondering if I didn't create a safe place. Mm. Um because if I had created a safe place, there wouldn't be defensive blaming and loving or selfish. Yeah, or yeah. Well, sometimes
1: it's it's not necessarily your fault. No, I understand. Um, there is sometimes it's just that. like they, they that's the way they're gonna deal with it. Yes. But I think if you have a safe place, then it's they really have to go far yes. in blame yes. shifting it to that, and then they will probably realize.
0: Yes. Mm. <laughs> that's a bit of a far stretch. It's one. like <laughs> I
1: cannot be rebellious at this moment because <laughs> this person is just like just laughing on me, yeah, and I true. I I personally that's saw true. that happen, um, like within, within yeah. You know, within this week like it was oh, it great. was it was really tough and i was just like man i got i got super angry by myself mm-hmm. and i was like ah, ah, ah. and i was like oh can you just help me and i was just like man this doesn't deserve the attention it's getting this doesn't mm-hmm. deserve the the fight the whatever and i was just like i'm just gonna love i'm just gonna be there i'm gonna take on the the meekness approach yeah, and then it, it broke a stronghold man yeah. it was like how can this how can this be because because the person that's that's react that is doing this action is like it's it's craving a reaction yes it's like I'm doing it I'm saying these things and I'm doing it to crave a reaction so that this thing can go further yes and, I'm, and once one of the two realizes this is where it's leading mm. and by God's grace like it's only Holy Spirit that can that can help us and lead us in that, um, it, it, it almost dissolves when the one, n- not give up, because giving up is like me just running away, yeah. but like give in to I believe what Holy Spirit is wanting to do in that moment and it's love fully on the person, creating a safe space, Yeah, I think that's, person to be vulnerable, Yeah, um, it's, I'm not going to bring this, you know, around in a few months to, you know, like, it's, yeah. it's I'm creating
0: the safe space because, I love you mm. um. now for me personally like when we've had arguments or discussions disagreements it's, it's very difficult for me to take on a position of hey I'm still going to love you um, I'm here mm. I'm, my heart is open I'm staying loving but I'm not what happens to me is I'm not willing to engage in the level that you're busy creating right now mm. so at the moment this is going to a level of anger or excitement that I don't necessarily want to partake in and so what I do is I often go to a place of Mm. I'd rather just sit here and keep my love on I'm more than willing for you to come back but I'm not willing to engage there Mm. and what I'm being challenged right now is instead step out and act out and engage in creating a safe place Mm. so engage the the T-Rex if it's busy acting up or or, yeah, or if it has a genuine hurt that's busy reacting to to, and engage and say hey yeah I hear you hurt this is a safe place I think even to say that out loud I think I'm definitely going to start implementing mm. in my marriage is hey uh, gorgeous I can see you're hurt but you know what this is a safe place mm. and to bring that in I think it's really good
1: Yeah, and I think hmm.
0: for me why why in the past
1: sure. I did not you know you didn't want you do not want to create a safe place or because you can get hurt yes like it's, it's almost like yes ah, I can get hurt in this. I don't want to go through that again. And that, like you said, that that was his big flaw. Is yeah. Is he's just? He's just gonna say yes to stuff because when people are hurting or when people get angry, he doesn't want to go through that hurt. Yes, he doesn't want to get shouted at. Yes, so he's just not, he's just gonna have sex. Yeah, much better choice <laughs> presented itself. Yeah. Have an argument or have sex? <laughs> hmm, and a then, tough one. <laughs> yeah, it's a, in, in the moment. It's like obviously for our flesh like eh I'll do this and now there's a baby so in essence that was not the better option absolutely not yeah and I think that's where we get we get so focused on like the direct situation Mm -hmm. or the moment where that's why we can partner with a God that is in time outside of time that is I mean you can see things outside of our moments so that's why he was that's why God would say sex before marriage is not a good idea
0: maybe he was right
1: it's like yeah hey God like you've been here forever but this is like a better idea Ah,
0: yeah. yeah. uh, sure it's true um, this is a difficult question Ooh. I think we've already answered this the second part but the first one is what is your gut response to the idea of giving freedom to transgressors misuse of trust yeah dishonor giving them the pinky to take the hand yeah pearls it's before swine yeah Yeah. that's the kind of the things like, that come to mind it's like bro like it's
1: and also like aiding them
0: in their sin yeah uh, that's the other thing you don't want to aid them in their sin because
1: even we're confronted with like a really difficult situation now with friends of ours it's just like it just happened like last night and me and I we're just like so we're so like big time we'll get into it a bit deeper even just share our hearts with Mm. you guys and but it's just like how do I create still still create a freedom when I feel someone has transgressed transgressed yeah like how can I give them freedom and still love them like because now it's like I cannot if I say this it's they're going to be totally offended by it Mm. well they can I'm not saying they are but how do I love them because I don't want to when in the loving name I don't want them to think it's okay yeah I'm 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 saying what you did was okay but I want to show them that like my love for you is greater than me than you doing
0: I don't know yeah it is difficult it is difficult I think that makes me anxious yeah no I can I can hear you I think what it boils down to is maybe that's something we need to realise I, I feel like once you once you start giving freedom to a transgressor it feels like you give that person permission or well, authority license to, to, to continue transgressing which then feels like it steals something from me I gave you my trust I gave you second chance I gave you my hope, I gave you my expectation. I reset my expectation for you, and now you've gone and done what with it? Is the potential fear? Uh, it's not saying that they're going to go and do something bad with it. It's just a potential fear. So I think that will bring, um, you know, anxious or fearful. And I think in that there's a challenge for both of us. Mm. Yeah, you because, know, anyways, yeah. You know. mm. That's good. Want to address that, or you want to
1: go to the next question? You can. Well, I think that's something we can definitely go ponder on. Yeah,
0: I think that's a good one for next week because that's deep. Mm. Why is it important you I I highlight? Sure. No, I, I can't. Oh,
1: because it's a sample? <laughs> it
0: no, there. I've highlighted it. Oh. No highlight. Okay, no highlight. you highlight it. Remind me. I can even add a note. me to add a note? Let's add a note. It's saying. Um, just dig deeper right? look deeper look deeper into yeah, a why bit of homework yeah why does he us homework <laughs> uh, 24 and I'm still getting homework yeah and I chose mean it and I chose it, chose it. <laughs> why is it important to establish trust and honor yeah. even with those who have offended you mm what benefit does this bring to them and what benefit does it bring to you? Mm. That's a good one.
1: Well, it, it shows the importance of the relationship. Yes. It shows your value of the relationship. Um, and it, it, it builds the relationship. It's not breaking down the relationship. Yes. That's why it's important for me. Um, because it, it just shifts your focus back to the fence back from the offense to trust and honor yes to like hey remember we said this is what we're pursuing is this in line with that or is it not Um, so what what benefit it brings to them brings to them is it shows to them that that you are yeah i think it shows to them that you love them yeah i think it places their value above the current problem yeah it shows like well, even through my difficulty, you're still loving me. Yeah, and that's like wow. Like, so my value is not situated in me, in what happened, doing this thing perfect, or in yeah. me providing this, or in me. Let's say, let's say, cooking a meal. My value is not limited to me cooking the perfect meal. Yes. Even if I burn the chicken, yeah, you know? it's it's like through the night. My, <laughs> my my value is not. It's not like you still love me, even if, if that was, even if this was for like. Our big Sunday dinner Yes Because now Like we are disappointed We're sad It sucks If it was a flaw A mistake from your side You probably know it was Mm -hmm. If it wasn't I'm not going to say it was Yeah Um, So yeah Benefit it brings to me Like It just It just almost It almost like mm, It's like what do you call it when this arms me mm. of like all these things that you wanted to like throw this person like it it just disarms you in a way of like oh that is an interesting one I had I had so many things to shoot and so so many things to throw mm. but because I I you know create this space of trust and honor I'm not gonna do that yes because I value this relationship and I value this person. Um, and it brings I also think think it brings like a sense of freedom yeah uh, it frees you up to be like wow oh, oh. absolutely so no, I'm not entitled like you said I don't know if we're there already.
0: No, we're not there we just save that <laughs> yeah and for you sure for me why is it important to establish trust and honour even with those who have offended you I think again oh. yeah I definitely agree with the fact that it's It's good to refocus on trust and honor and to not let the circumstances drag either of you down. Um, And if you can establish trust and honor, I think then true solutions can be found. Mm. And we can actually dig to the heart of the problem. Mm. The hearts can be heard. I think it just... If you set trust and honor as the foundation for communication, I think it's just on a whole nother level. If you start with hurt and fear... It just it just spirals downwards. Yeah, it hardly f- ever picks itself up. Confront like uh, confronting, yeah, attacking. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Conversational. And so that's why I believe it's important to establish trust on the between, especially someone who offended you. Because how are you supposed to reconnect with someone that's offended you unless you can have a good conversation? Mm. It could be something you doing wrong. It could be something they do wrong. You don't know. Yeah. So what benefit does it bring to them? I think as I mentioned earlier it just esteems their value above what they've done wrong yeah and what benefit does it bring to you I think it it sets the playing field it sets a standard to which I can hold myself um, and I can reign in my flesh I can say I choose to trust and honour you and I choose to lay a foundation of your trust and honour and so when if my flesh says, okay, but, you know, remember he did this, and he wants to go, and so blah, 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 he has a bit of dirt you can throw at him. And then I can say, no, but that doesn't line up with the trust and honor that we're going with right now. Mm. So I understand emotions, which us guys do have now and then. It's um, busy coming through. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> let's stick with trust and honor. Let's use that as our mm. plumb line. We keep being straight and narrow. Trust and honor, trust and mm. honor, trust and honor. So I think it, it, for me, it provides a plumb line for, for which to tackle the, the confrontation of the mm-hmm. transgression. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. Um, so then, so then they went on to who's affected by this situation now, um, and they began to consider people and, and all the people in their lives that they mentioned. Obviously, starting with close family and friends, um, and then. Slightly less closer, their leaders and those people, um, and then Danny Silk goes on to mention, okay, but what about, you know, the second year students that are with you, and they were both quite shocked and saying, well, they don't really need to know. I mean, we can kind of keep it a secret. I think they're under the mentality of we're going to kick out of the school anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And also, like, let's not make this a big deal. Let's not make this a big deal. oh yeah, that's true. So many leaders say, or so many people say, let's not make this a big deal. Yeah. And I think. They're still hiding behind shame. They're still hiding behind I don't think they realised it, but when they are having sex in that secluded room, if they'd realised it was going to be exposed to everybody, I think they would have been a lot more cautious (laughs) about doing it. I know I would have. (laughs) And, um, it's that thing of when it was committed in a public area, it needs to be apologised. You need to apologise in that public area. Yeah, or when
1: you, like I think, we. that's the thing about like, with, the the white throne and what's the white throne judgment and what's the other judgment see like when we as Christians will be judged for our for what God has placed and given us to steward mm-hmm. and we didn't do that it's like we will only be in a sense held accountable to our ability and with them being leaders that's yes. why they're being held accountable to that for a first year student now if you come out of sin you've only been there for like a week you're not gonna be asked to go stand in front of those people and confess it to everybody. Well maybe in front of the first years you might. Yeah, but like if it affected them and I think that's where the leadership like the the leadership of Danny and Banning and then came through of like, okay yes. let's not because it's it's we don't have to like, make this so public and like blow this thing out of proportion. Yes. But also this thing needs to be handled to those who are being affected. Mm-hmm. And I think it just what it does then it, it just colours in all the grey areas. Yeah. Nobody has like questions. That's true. There's an open that's space has been created. Yes. These people are not being held in a room, and people speculate yes. on what really happened. And like, like even when he's like introductory, he's like, "Guys, we're all s- scumbags <laughs> yeah. without Jesus." Absolutely. So I'm just, I'm just saying that that's we're on the level playing field. Yeah. here. These people are gonna share their hearts with you, and if you have any questions, if you have any, I don't want to hear this person talk to that person
0: there. Come talk to me directly. Yes. And so that was me that was revelationary yeah because if a, th- a bad thing happens like within a church that is a really good way of addressing it yeah like i have that's probably the first example i've ever seen where I'd say hey man you got it right yeah and even with me and alet like a lot of times we've we've really
1: been convicted by the spirit of like we're like um gossiping mm. where it's like no we're just talking about this and we're like and we, we realized we were gossiping about a person uh, because it was not honoring, it was yes. not building. Their, it was not building trust in me mm-hmm. for that person. And yes, there is a a, a thing of I'm sharing my heart, mm-hmm. but it it should not be. It should be like this is how I feel about this situations, yes. um, and yeah. So it's uh, for especially that I was like yo,
0: that is so good because
1: I am trying to put myself in the shoes of like every person there, and mm-hmm. like being a student, being the people that send, being the leaders like
0: in every it would be so challenging Yeah, it would be really challenging the vulnerability levels are extreme they're very extreme Mm. but I really admire um, and honour Danny for the the position he did he went out in front of the students and so he in a sense he took the shame of the two people Mm. upon himself yeah and he went out there and said hey guys I've embraced their shame I have understood their shame and I'm telling you, none of you have the right to judge them. Yeah,
1: because he's like an
0: authority figure. Yeah. So even if he didn't judge them, like, yeah. who am I to judge? And that's what Jesus. And did. he's like, if any of you have any problems or you start, God, I want to hear about it first. So come to me, I will defend these yeah, two. So challenge my authority yeah. if you want to challenge, like. Their authority. So they're under his covering. Yeah, How so now, and, uh, blatantly you're... obvious is that. Ugh. So if they're standing there on the side, they hear this, they know they are 100% protected by Danny Silk. Mm. That's and so everybody dope. in that room knows if you have problems with those two you have to go through danny silk yeah mm, so that just that that's, setting that's what of we that should tell the enemy it's like boom
1: always tell the enemy hey if you want to come to me
0: yeah absolutely you're not my first accuser but god is my redeemer he doesn't judge me who are you to judge me yeah and then then it was really beautiful when they opened up and they, they, they shared. And obviously they cried and it was very vulnerable and extreme the for them. And then Danny Silk asked one of the, the people who had, and he, did you, I don't know if you got it there, but he said, who had fatherly the anointing role. of a father heart. Yeah, Fatherly role. Fatherly role. Yeah. Stand up and called him out. And then everybody stood up. Mm. Uh, all hundred and... Yeah, I think it was 47. 47 yeah, students the first years were quite a bit just flocked around them and prayed for them and poured into them and so the reaction they were expecting was again a reaction of discipline of shame of rejection and they just got more and more love yeah it was so good and then they um, volunteered to go to the first year students and they got a similar reaction but what was really cool about that one is all 149 <laughs> people were in agreement with these people are okay we've forgiven these people so when they walked into the room and as Danny Silk says they lined the walls as kind of an army of angels. redemption or angels um, I suppose I mean if I was a first year student and I saw that happening I'd be like okay not only has Danny Silk got these people back but all of these people here who yeah. are our leaders have got their back like they're totally covered this is the honour wow yeah. they're, there's just honour dripping off of them right now Mm. and then I mean what, what do you say in that situation except wow well, guys yo, let me pray for you <laughs> yeah, like. Like, let me bless you <laughs> please the one that stays behind yeah that's so good mm. so I just snowballs into an amazing mm. honour and trust festival yeah. and that's out of two people sinning huh two people sinned out of a character flow that they had and yet hundreds of people's lives were touched with honour and trust because God yeah. has given opportunity. No, is I believe they got revelation of Jesus. Absolutely. How That's, can you walk away from that and not be touched? That's
1: your yeah. your. Yeah. Sure. This was so
0: good. Yeah. This. This was so good. Yeah, I see the. Very good. Why was it important that the young man identify his problem, rather than just being told what it was and receiving punishment for it? Mm.
1: I think it's why is it so important is that he he takes ownership of it like yeah that's good he's it's not like oh yeah but then he told me this is my problem yeah and then he thinks back he's like no it's not really my problem he just told me it's my problem but now it's like wow he just literally asked me what's the problem and I I was like honest with myself it, because I think it created a space of honesty mm-hmm. truthful truthful honesty um, with himself and yeah what we said what we would expect from him is taking ownership taking yes. the leadership role and that's what it's what it did yes. it was like yes you know I'm not telling you this is your problem you are realizing that this is your problem without me putting it in your yeah. head yeah. um, and I mean that's the best ideas we get is the ones we, we conjure up ourselves instead of like you somebody telling you hey man this is a good business idea I think you should do it it's, it's still good if you didn't do it but if it was like hey man I thought of this idea and I'm running with it and it's a success so it came within. Yeah, it comes from something that's inside of yourself. That's good. And then also rather than just being told and receiving punishment for it it's yeah the punishment I would not see
0: move this guy to, to changing. Yeah. Um, I think one thing I always consider when when I find myself considering dealing out punishment in any way if, if it's ever come across having two younger brothers. Um, it's always been, in order for my punishment to be effective, it has to be more severe than the current situation. Mm. And so if you think about it, these two people's worlds have just shattered. So if you're actually going to deal out punishment that is effective, if punishment is even effective, which I don't believe it's your place to even dish out punishment. Yeah. but. If you were to punish, it would have to be more earth-shattering than the current shattering circumstance. Um, just as an indication of how, I think, ridiculous considering punishment in this situation would be. Yeah. Um, I mean, what ban them from the church? Their lives have already been shattered. They're already expecting shame. They're already expecting guilt from anyone. They've already accepted that they can be banned from everything. Yeah. So for you to tell them it's actually going to happen is not going to bring reconciliation in any way. So it's just yeah. You know.
1: I think it's almost just covering up. It's like a, a quick fix. Punishment is it's it's a quick fish, fix of like, okay, we're not willing to walk around with you guys. Mm. It's just that like, we're just gonna punish you and believe that you'll change. Yeah. And it's it's so true what you're saying about like their whole lives their whole lives in an instance just yeah, changed. I've just shattered. So what punish they're already being punished by the consequences of their sin. Yeah. Um and most people are. Um so that's good. Um Is that the only two? Okay, moving on. <laughs> what have you repented of
0: yes yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's brilliant. I love that. Uh I'm just reading a bit into the book. Um Mm. I like this this sentence here yeah. questions led him with the aid of the holy spirit to search the wisdom mm-hmm. and knowledge inside of him yeah for a solution that would change his life forever
1: not yeah. a quick fix
0: i like that it brings out the solution that will change his life forever and it's obviously going to be for the better i mean holy spirit partnering with us yep. can only bring out better solutions so yeah Uh, next reflect think of a situation in your life where someone sinned against you now apply the thoughts from the previous paragraph to that situation try to remember who that person really is what about that if anything makes you feel uncomfortable or violates your sense of justice Mm. that's a big question hmm Okay, think of a situation in your life where someone sinned against you. Okay, apply the thoughts from the previous framework.
1: Let's remember who that person really is. Mm. What about that? Anything?
0: No, searching for the glory, wisdom, and capability inside of that person.
1: Yeah, for me it's like Mm. what about that if anything makes you feel uncomfortable? Like what makes me what would make me what makes me feel uncomfortable is seeing how contradicting they were to who they really are. Mm. Uh, That saddens me when people yeah, when people sin against me or when they hurt me. It's like like I know who you are, and we can talk about like in marriage. I know who you are, I know who my wife is. Mm. I've seen the Glory and the ugly, like I've seen the beauty and everything, and the beast. Yeah, have yeah. seen, <laughs> and like I know, I, I know who you are, and I, and I believe <laughs> I've I've seen glimpses of who God says you are. Yes, and if that is, yeah, it just it saddens me. And it makes me feel uncomfortable. Like when you think of it, uh,
0: of how contradicting it is. Yeah, and does that violate your sense of justice in any way? Yeah, it does.
1: It does violate okay. my 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 skewed sense of justice because for me to have that sense of justice makes me the just one or makes me the one that judges because it's like yeah that's just justice but who am I even to be the one that says okay like yeah because I'm also just a sinner saved by grace it's like I'm not I'm not it's not. Yeah. I'm not entitled or it's not something that I get because of this and this and this um, and it does does make a person almost then unpunishable like it's because justice is yeah you know they did wrong so now they have to make it right Yes, it's so like a That's why, you know, justice is served. That guy's going to jail. He's being punished. He he killed a person. Now we're taking his freedom for life. Yeah. Um, Eye for an eye kind of justice. Yeah. So, and and, you know, when I see a person for who they truly are, and in that moment they weren't just thinking straight or they have a deeper hurt, like almost my right to, you know, my right to a worldly justice Mm. is like...
0: It, it's like you said, it's violated. It's violated. So if we had to apply that kind of justice to the situation, then an abortion and being kicked out of church would be justice. Yeah. If you're applying the eye for an eye yeah. kind of principle, and so yeah, you know, if that was my framework for justice, it's definitely violated. This blown apart. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because it would be like, hey, but they're they're not being they're not being punished, or they're not they're not being punished for their sin. Yeah. or they're not being they're not being held accountable for their sin because yes. they, they just yes. got out
0: f- get out of free jail card that's a good word everybody likes throwing now
1: around um, yeah and well, in that true. moment like looking when we when our eyes got shifted to how their world has just been thrown upside down
0: yeah. it's like wow so they are actually being punished <laughs> they're already in a state of torment they and don't need anything, any more torment yeah so and yeah.
1: Then, yeah. that's that's really good, and it, it just it it shifts my whole view of like you know how to handle you know conversations mm-hmm. with friends and um, yes. and there's a lot to be learned and a lot to be like still like practiced mm-hmm. and, um, But to be like okay taking that role of yeah just remembering who this person really is. Yes. And it's something even in our in our two families we've yeah, seen like absolutely. it's when we forgot who that person really is. Yeah. That we start to doubt. And yes, yeah, sometimes a person is just uh, it's just an ass. Yeah. <laughs> because, but that's not who he really is. No, that's true. Sometimes we're just we have a bad day and we just we do stuff that are stupid. Yeah. But it's like okay and that person probably then knows that's something contradicting when you spend time with Jesus to
0: whom I really am. And then I have to go repent mm. so, Man, I'm sorry. No. no, I think it's good. Something we definitely learned in the tribe is that I think remembering who a person is is an active thing you do. Mm. It's not, oh yeah, I will remember who he is when a bad thing happens. It's no I'm going to put in the gap who I know he actually is. Yeah, constantly. And not only that, I'm then going to hold him to the standard of who I know he is yes. according to what God has said about him Yes, I'm not going to accept who you think you are according to the fallen nature of this world I'm yep. going to actively and I think it's an important thing that a lot of people forget that it's an active remembrance yeah, um, yeah. so that's definitely it's something like I've noticed in this tribe it's continually like, I'm thinking I'm,
1: yes. I'm believing this, this person is and also that's that's how how we get to know, how we, how we get to find out who we are is when we intimately pursue Jesus. Absolutely. And I believe that he, His thoughts, He will give us those thoughts for those, for those
0: people. Yeah. Um, sure. let to the next point. Yeah. Why are questions so important?
1: Hmm.
0: And then are you quick to ask questions or to offer opinions? Hmm. Do you believe other people are able to solve their own problems? Mm. You are. Yeah. Questions
1: I think why they're important is they 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 can empower people to get to take ownership if you ask a question. Um, I'm still like I'm still Learning how to ask questions rather than offering my opinion, mm. but praise Jesus. Like since I've been saved, it's it's been a more prominent theme in my life than it was in the past. I would many times just push down my opinion, and mm. people need to change to that or fit that. conform to that. Yeah, conform yeah. to that. So it's but it's it's for me it's it's still something I s it's still it's still a way of. Um, yeah, so I mean, that I refer, revert back to
0: yeah, uh, sadly. For me, I I have a great affinity. For, I love asking questions. Mm. I really, really, really enjoy asking questions, and I think. Um. Where I, in, in, I don't know where I got it from, but I just I appreciate seeing the other person's perspective, mm. and also, I enjoy when you do ask questions and you ask honesty, honestly and provided there's truth in the room mm-hmm. it's very easy to be able to ascertain oh, I was wrong in that situation because I could, I could be wrong I could be judging you incorrectly mm-hmm. I could be pushing down some of my ideas onto who you are and mm-hmm. that, that could be wrong but if I ask the right kind of questions and we are truthful with each other then the truth will come out and I mm-hmm. can quite easily say hey, you are totally misread who you are um, but I now see thank you for reminding me that is who mm-hmm. the Bible actually says you are And so I really enjoy that aspect of asking questions. Mm. Um, Also, yeah, I think through the self discovery of, hey, look, you know, something's going on between us, or I'm, or let's say there is a sin that's brought to the table, and if two people are willing to ask and answer questions with truth, then the discovery of, okay, how does this problem actually look? What are we actually dealing with here? How do we overcome the situation? Who am I in the situation? I think it can be then healthily discovered. Mm. Through questions, mm. whereas if I was sitting on this side of the boundary line and the other person was sitting on that side, I tell them, You have a sin, then nine out of ten times you can guarantee you and say, Yeah, but so do you, you have the same sin, so why are you talking to me? Whereas if you approach them with a question saying, Hey, um, in that current situation, how does it make you feel? Like, How's that happening? Like, what's happening here? Talk to me, I feel this, this is what I'm experiencing, this is currently mm. what I'm going through, this is oh wow, so that's the actual problem. As we saw in the previous section, that's how we find the true problems yeah. of even, life. Oh, even on that,
1: like I was just, while you were talking, I was just like, if, if they made, if they got punished for having sex, yes. outside of marriage and being pregnant now, then they would have thought that's the problem.
0: Yes, that's also true. Then it would be right. like,
1: that's the problem. We are punished yeah. for this. No need to go deeper, I'm being punished for this. That's yeah. the problem. I'm just not gonna have sex. I'm just not gonna have another baby. Yeah, and, and it's like, see, uh, mm. you're gonna try and sh- stay away from that, but sex doesn't just happen. Yeah, it's That's true. It happens through
0: a theme of events or like. You know, Absolutely, and we all know uh, God made us guys to yeah uh, have sex. It made yeah. everyone to have sex. So yeah. the temptation. We are sexual beings. The temptation, like I said inverted commas, to have sex again, um, if sex had been the sin is going to come up again and if he does ever are partaking sinful sex again he's going to feel so condemned and the shame of this whole situation is going to mm-hmm. come back so that's a really good point mm-hmm. I think then if the leadership punishes them for that and they reduce the actual problem to the sex and the pregnancy then it's a failure on the leadership's part I think So that's a, I didn't think of, of it that way before but then it really means the leadership has failed in an area because they've taken the true problem and turn into something trivial like sex.
1: And that's the easy wow. way out. That is would the easy way would have been a way. much shorter yeah, conversation. Absolutely. What's absolutely. the problem? We had sex and we have a baby. Okay. You were wrong. Bye. You're, you're expelled yeah. for like three months. And yeah, I hope to yeah. see you again. Bye.
0: Yeah, and that would have been the easy solution. Mm. Sure. It's so good because it holds li- all leaders up to a higher standard. Than you, have. you have a responsibility to find out what the actual problem is. Mm do you dare take the easy route. Mm. You got to dig, you ask questions. You find out what that problem is, then you help them realize it. And I think that's the true skill of being a leader. Mm. That is so cool. And then also create an, uh, an environment. That we'll probably get to yes. Right. So, do you believe other people are able to solve their own problems?
1: You yeah. know, I I don't always think so. No. Yeah, for me, me neither. I it's, would
0: uh, it's say no I. I think I was a big hypocrite in this area until I got married um, I think marriage is a very good place where you quickly learn I cannot fix my yeah. wife yeah, and I cannot fix her problems yeah, and she's the only one that can fix herself and fix her problems <laughs> and that's just the way it is and it's being powerful and being free I think in my previous if my brothers did something wrong I would try and fix it and help them fix it and constantly be in what well, within my family environment, trying to be the fixer, trying to be the person who fixes everything, mm. making feel everybody feel better. Mm. Um, yeah, I suppose that's why I take on responsibility for things that aren't necessarily my responsibility to take so easily. Mm. It's because I don't think people can solve their own problems.
1: Yeah, I think that's the deeper root. Wow. Okay, I've learned something new
0: today. Mm. Yeah, and for you? Yeah, no, for me it's the same thing. Same here, thing. Right? Yeah. Very much the same right very similar yeah sure Good to move on mm. when you are confronted with another person's sin does it affect the way you see the person what does this say about how you understand the origin of people's value and identity mm. sure when you are confronted with another person's sin does it affect the way you see the person yes it does yes it does it sadly does,
1: mm. and this says about it. It shows that I have a, a skewed understanding of the origin of people's value and identity. and identity. It's it's
0: just yeah. Well, it's great that you realized it. now it yeah, and it. It's. Mm. I think for me, to some part, I. I might have found a, a compromise. I say to myself sometimes yeah it's okay if it doesn't change my core beliefs about them based on who they are in mm. father and perhaps there is a balance you know if somebody's if somebody tells me something um, and then I realise oh that was um, not the truth and then I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt and I continue to, oh but you're a righteous person because father's made you righteous and you're not necessarily a liar you just told a lie and 10, 15, 20 times later I kind of come to the realisation this dude's a chronic liar and let me help him get over his lying um, instead of just blindly saying oh no I believe you're a good person because I've chosen to and I think that's a that's a Mm. false on the other side of the coin now I think that's leading to the the incorrect side Um,
1: but I mean does it affect so for me it it doesn't necessarily change but it affects it it affects it Um, because we're people sure it's it's, we get sad we get sad we get hurt Mm. Um, it does affect the way I see that person but it shouldn't you know.
0: mm. does it affect the way you see the person I'm just questioning myself does it affect the way I see the people I
1: think in our in our in our human nature mm-hmm. and like when we when we choose the flesh when we choose not to partner with, with mm-hmm of Holy Spirit then it's going to affect it very negatively mm. but the, the the you know on the other side of the spectrum of that is as you said what does it say about how you understand the origin of people's value and identity no. is when I it should actually when I see that when I am confronted with another person's sin you should actually like it, like Paul Chip said when you see your spouse's sin see that as God's grace allowing you to see it mm. and for you now to pray into that it's, it's not a thing of like, oh, it's just not on you to fix it. It's like, God is, God is entrusting you with this sin this person has committed or with this person's insecurity. Mm-hmm. And I think to counter that is seeing as like, wow, this person is being vulnerable yeah. or this yeah. person has sinned. So, wow, Jesus, like, this is not who you say this person is. Yeah. They're, they're walking contradictory to who you
0: say they are. Yeah. How can I help that? but it's it's yeah you know, very. But much I, I don't think it changes there. like it might change the identity but I think both you and I if I know you well enough and I think I do it will never change their value yeah I think you and I both have a great appreciation for the value of yeah. people and so if someone comes to me and says hey I'm a prostitute it doesn't doesn't change their value I'm still like hey you are so loved by God and you're, you're valued mm. your value doesn't change mm. um their identity for me I think I still I still perhaps catch myself sometimes um, with a thought of this person has not changed in light of recent events and then I have to remind myself no but